Hey, 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 it's Akili back with AK Talks. And today we have a special guest <laughs> named Airchild. Sorry. No, <laughs> no. Sorry. it's, it's, it's John me, Lamar. John. Um, I don't think, can we talk? Yeah, yeah. So basically, Akili, this is my first. Hi, I'm John, first of all. Uh, I might as well introduce myself. I'm John Lamothis. I am a theater kid extraordinaire. I'm an actor. I do tech sometimes. Woo! I basically. I basically love theater and the arts. Um, but I recently came to Achilles house and for the first time and I, I walked in and saw this very nice microphone and I looked at her and I said, as a joke, wow, do you do voiceover or something? And she mistakenly said yes. So we pulled up her Publix commercial. This girl has booked a Publix commercial. Meanwhile, I'm at home crying, doing nothing. Um, she booked a Publix commercial. It has appeared on the radio, and one of her lines in it is, Grapes? Air chilled? <laughs> I don't oh know about gosh. you, but I think air chilled grapes from Publix is some of the best things ever. No, really. And that's why this episode is sponsored by Publix, <laughs> where shopping is a pleasure. Please don't sue us. Okay. okay. Um, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. Really. Um... Yeah, we, I, listen, today's been full of a lot of stuff, it and really uh, if you're a theater kid, like, you get it, and, like, if you're not, what what is a theater kid? Because, like, everybody has, like, this misconception of, like, how we are and who we are, that mm-hmm. we're just, like, these crazy people who, I mean, break out in dance breaks. I mean, that happens, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like there's just, there's more levels to it. I think the best metaphor I can put is... You know how people are obsessed with sports. Mm-hmm. You know how people like they like these teams. They like the players on the teams. Mm-hmm. They like the sport in general. Mm-hmm. That's what I think theater kids are. We love theater, so like football. We love the teams, so like the plays or like you know stuff like that. We love the people on the team, so the actors, the singers, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we just have a general love for the entire culture altogether. That's mm-hmm. what a theater kid is. I feel like that's like a really good connection to everybody else. Everybody and it, else and it's like, funny. What? Yeah, it's funny <laughs> because the theater kid had to use a sports analogy. <laughs> no, really. Like, I have the body mass index of a twig. Do not see me playing sports <laughs> anywhere at all. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, I think everybody like just has that misconception. And like, I don't know. Like, a lot of people might not know this and think that like a lot of theater kids are like really outgoing. But like... Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of insecurities. No, no. That's why we do theater in the first place. Like, honestly. I'm not even joking. Like, like, the only reason why I did theater is because I didn't feel like I found a friend group in high school until I started doing theater here. No, really. And for me, at least, it really gives me a chance to explore what I can do and to be not afraid of, honestly, public speaking. Because public speaking is like... See, okay, like, that's where we differ, though. Like, I love to public. Like, I can speak mm-hmm. all day long. But I think it's when, like, people start asking me personal things about myself. That's why I can't, like, just be open and stuff. But I definitely think all of us have our own insecurities and, like, our own issues. Especially with theater kids, it's a safe space. That's mm-hmm. what it that's is. A, that's what it like, is. Like, it, it honestly is a safe space. Like, everybody finds their safe space within their, like, families or friends or, like, communities etc but like ours is like being near the stage whether you're doing tech whether you're acting that's your that's your safe space there's sort of this cathartic release of just like stress once you just act and do something yeah it's it's really hard to describe 
And it's like only when you actually do it that you feel happy doing what you love to do. Yeah. And I think I think part of me was because growing up, I wasn't a very social person. Person, I was like actually really shy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't really like talking to anyone at all. Yeah. And so I started just like making jokes in class, and I became the class clown. And well, actually, today I still am <laughs> not a class clown. More like just a clown. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> inserts clown emoji. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I remember I remember growing up, I wasn't I was actually kind of shy and I didn't really talk to anyone. Um, and but then I started making jokes and I was like, I had this mentality where I have to make people laugh. Yeah. I won't be happy unless I make people laugh. Yeah. And it sort of still stands today, although you can't please everyone. Um, I've learned. Yeah, don't I like that's so oh my gosh. Like I think everybody struggles with that. Like yeah. we all feel like we have to please literally everyone in our lives and then you like lose track of yourself and like loving yourself. Especially like I don't know, for anybody who's not Christian, like you might do it differently, but for us we are and it's just like you lose your relationship with God and you lose your relationship with yourself when you're out here trying to please everybody else but the one who actually created you. Like that that's like a big thing and I think like when we go to events like flame for anybody who doesn't know what that is I'm not really going to explain but it's really like a retreat it's, thing it's a really fun retreat yeah or you go to like NCYC things like that you figure out more about yourself and more about the world and what's really affecting you because like I don't know sometimes you you don't know at first and you're so busy trying to please everybody else you're not really worried about what's wrong with you and then you take a step back and you're like oh I messed up. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Do you think like there's some things, especially since this year is like coming to a close, like some things you figured this out decade, about yourself? Actually. Yeah, this decade. Um, oh my God, I, I figured out, I think I figured out a lot of things about myself this entire decade, honestly. Uh, if you looked at a photo of me in 2010, you'd, <laughs> you'd be like, is this the same boy? <laughs> and surprisingly, it is. Um <laughs> Because around 2010, that's when I started, like, that's when I, it started to hit me that I can't be the funny person anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, 2010 was, like, what, fifth grade, sixth grade, whatever, mm-hmm. I think. And, something like that. Yeah, something, something like, like that. <laughs> I, I, just, I just try to forget. But, no, fifth grade and sixth grade was, like, the sort of period in my life where I was, like, I'm changing. I need to actually grow up and do something. Yeah. And so, fifth grade to sixth grade... Um, actually, no, more like middle school was kind of just tough for me in general because there was a lot going on and I wouldn't say I was like, you know, like ignored because I wouldn't say that because some of my friends I still am friends with today, mm-hmm. but part of me felt ignored and part of me felt like I wasn't doing enough. But then again, part of me was also like, am I doing too much when it comes to just being me and my personality because I'm, I'm very outgoing now I'm not like kindergarten me mm-hmm. anymore and I, I slowly grew up and realized that like throughout my school experience I sort of had this mindset of like okay cool I can make people laugh what can I what else can I do and it then hit me around to like sixth seventh grade that like I'm not that funny <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to tell. No, I'm just no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I, there are two reasons that I knew I was like this. One, because I enjoyed making people laugh, but also it like crushed my world when people didn't think I was funny or think I thought I was annoying. Like so that you was think the thing. That, like of people's opinions. Like I know, like over time, especially like we change and stuff. Like we don't care about what people think as much. But do you think you still do? Like, do you think people's opinions or, like, the relationships you make with them, like, affect how you are right now? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, 100%. Absolutely. Okay, I thought it was just me. Because no. really, like... <laughs> no, literally, we... S- Say everything, but without names. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't even names. I was just trying to... <sighs> I feel like we as people, like, try to pretend that people's words and their actions don't affect us when really we're all human and we were given empathy and we were given the power to feel so it's unrealistic to think that you're not affected by something you may not be affected a lot but you still felt some type of emotion Mm -hmm. so it's unrealistic to think otherwise personally and the same goes the other way like we judge people a lot Mm -hmm. as a as like today especially and we see in others what we hate in ourselves. Def- oh my gosh. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. We got to write that down. Hold on. Repeat that? Hold we, on. We, I don't think y'all heard him. We see in others what we hate in ourselves. L- listen. Listen. We see in others what I know, we hate okay, in full, ourselves. Okay. I didn't write that. Oh I didn't gosh. write that. I know I heard it from something. I just listen, don't remember where. That's so We really true. do. We really do. That's what I was trying to come up with earlier. I was like, like I that? don't know how many times like I have I have insecurities just as much as the next person, but like you see it in somebody else and you see like your insecurities perfected in them, that just makes you want to change yourself. Mm-hmm. Like as much as people say you don't want to be like anybody else, you should be perfect in your fi- your own skin. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's let's be real, people. <laughs> um, we tend to model ourselves after other people, especially right now in this day and age because mm-hmm. social media is so big now you have an example of what you want to be every five seconds how your what your nose is going to look like what your butt is going to look like what you're going to speak like dress like etc you literally have an example of each one and then we all become carbon copies of each other but we can't help it because all those persons perfections are perfections of our insecurities that we want to fix and it's just like oh it's so toxic but so true that's like, that's that's the thing with social media like I use it. I'll be honest. I use it. And Mm -hmm. I can't complain that I don't use it. It's Mm -hmm. just, I know what I post isn't honest about what's actually going on in my life right now. Like, there's a lot going on in my life right now. Um, I'm depressed. (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah, no. Aren't we all depressed? (laughs) I'm depressed. I take medication. (laughs) I take ADD medication because I have that. And that's the second reason why I think I was annoying growing up. (laughs) Um, Because I didn't realize I was annoying. And in retrospect, yeah, yeah. I was. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot going through my life with my family, with my parents, mm-hmm. with other people, with relationships, blah, 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 blah. Every time I post a photo of myself smiling, I just look perfect. It's I'm not perfect. Like, oh my God. It's okay like, to be not perfect. No, it really, <laughs> it really is. is. Like, like, I was having a conversation earlier with somebody and they were basically saying that they didn't want to seem like a bad person or they didn't want to be seen as 
seen as something that they're not basically mm -hmm. and they just really just didn't want to be affected and were worried about what people were going to say and I just like had to tell them like you're not perfect you're human you're gonna make mistakes but the best thing you can do is take those mistakes learn from them and work on yourself like oh my gosh first of all we're in high school like the opinions of all of those people in that small school does not matter. When I say in 20 years, you won't even remember what you were talking about. It will not matter. And it's like, you have to go through experiences like that to understand them and really, really get it. Because it's certain situations I was in and I was like, oh my gosh, like everybody's going to look at me like I'm crazy or like, oh, she's a gold digger or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever, you know. And I just had to sit there and be like, I'm not living for you. I'm not living for your validation uh, for whatever you think I should be doing, your opinion is irrelevant. And it, it really is. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody is living for themselves to love themselves. We all die alone. <laughs> Y'all are not dying with nobody else. <laughs> like, it's just it's just an unrealistic question or, or statement to make. You need to be perfect. Or you got to be perfect. Yeah, no. No, you really don't. <laughs> like, Take it from me. Take it from us. <laughs> You're from us. not You're perfect. perfect. Um, that's yeah. actually something I've been... No, that's something I still struggle with. Just mm -hmm. like self-love in general. Because most of the time I am okay with myself. But like it's times when I like mess up or do something stupid. That's when I start hating myself. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have ADD like me. Like once you do something bad, it just feels like the end of the world to you when it's not that big of a deal. Like you just forgot to print out an essay. Okay. Yeah. I handle anxiety and stress very badly. Yeah, no. Which is why I go to therapy again. And go to therapy. Everybody go to therapy. All of you are messed up. Go to therapy. <laughs> like, for real. Oh my gosh. For like real. for me, like I've never I've never gone and I really do want to go because I feel like it's really healthy to sit there and just talk to somebody who's not someone you know, who doesn't have the power to judge you or to show emotion to anything that you say. And legally cannot tell anybody. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> it's like so important to just talk to somebody and get it out because I promise you, this happens to me like every other month I'm having mm -hmm. a mental breakdown because it's all building up at one time and it's just like you can't handle it and sometimes you can't talk to everybody you can't talk to your friends your families about every single thing you're thinking about it's mm -hmm. it, it's not gonna happen so if you have a chance just go to therapy definitely and it, it's not bad to go no matter how minute the problem is you should want to work on yourself definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. yeah but uh when it comes to like self-love i love myself most of the time so whenever I do something stupid, like I said, I just feel like it's the end of the world. And that's something I've been trying to, like, stop because mm -hmm. I get anxiety at literally the, the worst times. Like, for example, during the Our Father, if you ever go to church with me and if you're not Catholic there's or, or like, religious, there's this thing called the Our Father. I, mm -hmm. I think they would know. But basically, <laughs> it's a prayer where you hold hands with other people and you all join in and pray. Now, I used to be able and do it fine, but like starting around like eighth grade, anytime I pray or hold hands with someone, my hands just start to sweat uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. And that's because in the eighth grade, I had a crush on this girl. <laughs> and so when 
when the Our Father came, you know, you got to sit with your crush. That way, when the Our Father came, you could hold hands. Literally, that is the Catholic school. That's the Catholic school. Catholic school way of getting to know people. Literally, if you have a crush on somebody, literally 98% of the time, gotta, they're going to be like, sit next to you. You got to sit next to them in mass. <laughs> so you, can, you, honestly, don't, you don't ask people out. You ask, hey, can, can I sit next to you in mass? Wait. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> no, but nobody really realized like how like intimately spiritual that it like you literally just ask a person so you can hold their hand during our father because you like them because what? we're praying the way jesus taught us to, <laughs> to and if you're mother. not gonna sit next to me when i do that <laughs> then you're not my soulmate <laughs> if you don't no. love jesus how i love jesus mm, we can't be together. exactly okay but i know but seriously we don't feel like that for real you, you can be whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> no no but 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 i remember during that time period i I remember every time that Our Father came out, I started getting really nervous and my hands just started to sweat uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. And that made me even nervous because of other people. They'd be like, why are your hands so wet? And I'm like, I'm sorry. So now whenever I do the Our Father with anyone, my hands just start to sweat like uncontrollably for like no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And it's, it's just because there's this fear instilled inside of me of like, wow, someone's not going to like my hands. Oh no. Which is a shame. Cause I have really soft hands apparently. <laughs> he um, does. He does. He's not lying. I remember one time I was telling, I was telling, I forgot one of my relatives and they were like, you have really soft hands. And then <laughs> her husband just went, that's because he never works and does anything. And I'm like, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I am right. very lazy. <laughs> I think everybody's internally lazy a little bit. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's the right. actor's way, apparently. Yeah. Speaking of actors, really. what was this what was this episode? Right. Theater kids. Um, <laughs> right. Theater kids? Uh, yeah. Uh, day in the life of theater kid. Um it, it, it differs between whatever theater kid you are. You could be someone who dabbles in it. You could be someone who's completely new to it. You could be someone who's like industry, like, yeah, I'm into this thing. Yeah. Personally for me. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I honestly, if I'm being honest, honestly, I am, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm in between dabble and like full on, like I'm obsessed. He's lying. He's I, a full on theater. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm obsessed with theater. <laughs> He's a full, I'm okay. one who's both. I've always been both, you know, like anybody who knows me, I have four different personalities, four different friend groups and four different types of things I like to do. Like literally I like to do everything. The only thing that's constant in my life is literally me talking. I love to talk. Mm -hmm. And I can talk all day long about how That's I why feel the podcast is called AK Talks. No, really. <laughs> no, really. Might as well change it to AK life. Talks and Friends. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's what that's what it should be at this point. No, but like there's no there's no real So theater kids are like, it's really about your love for wanting to see other people happy and like for me like seeing people in the audience laugh and smile at something that we're performing or something we're able to put together is like all of it's it. that and then part of it's just narcissism no, no, really. <laughs> no for real for real it really is no, like whenever you cheer and i feel good about myself <laughs> thank you I that's that. why um, i go to therapy <laughs> <All right. laughs> no. no definitely but, it's like it's like we all make y'all touch downs um or when you make an A on that test, or you do, you win the quiz bowl. Like there's things like that that just make people excited. And I think theater kids like get overly excited because, like, okay, mm. that's our that's our space, that's our zone. 
That's our zone. Like you're, you can't judge me anymore because I'm, I'm a completely different person. Yes. Even if you're a tech person, you're a different person for the day too because you're sitting there and you're doing a job that's not something you do on a regular basis. You're sitting there and becoming immersed in whatever your field is, whether it's lighting, stage management, ASM, prop master, assistant sound. stage manager. By the way. Yeah, that's what <laughs> ASM means. And not only that, you get paid well. <laughs> Look, listen, I'm not complaining. You're, in, in the words of the trailer from Crazy Rich Asians, you live comfortable. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you live comfortable. Um, I will say the industry is hard, though. It is. Like, acting's hard. Anything you do, if you're really passionate, it, it is hard. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to put your 100%. Yes, that is true. No matter what you do, if you're an athlete, if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, uh what's the word? Uh, athlete no not word. athlete what's what's the other word if you're if you're a scholar that's the word if you're a scholar <laughs> in, in school you know it's hard work clearly we're not spellers anyway, <laughs> yeah. spell, pronounce, hello anyway so you're not you... a anyway um no matter what you do whether whether you're an athlete or scholar or whatever you do that you're passionate about it is hard work um acting is not just me memorizing lines and just saying on stage it's also conveying to the audience things that they wouldn't necessarily know like for example a character right um mm -hmm. let's say he's like old or something right mm -hmm. you there's a lot of things you can say about that one person like not just that they're old but like they have all of these different stories or or like all of these things that they could like be other than just old yeah, yeah they're old but they could be like old and rich or old and their wife died or yeah. old and blah 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 that's how you build character yeah all of these stories are here actors we pick out that story and we tell it to you no honestly that like, is what we do as the actors description in the playwright or whatever yes that's the description but everybody has their own version of that character mm -hmm. everybody has their own like they've developed this they've created them and became them because you're not going to be exactly what's on paper nobody expects you to be but you're going to be your version of it and i think that's that's where the fun lies there is no wrong way to be an actor or act there no, really but, isn't no um but it's just no there's one wrong way don't put in 100 yeah that's the thing if you don't put it <laughs> if you don't if you don't put, don't put it in enough energy you're not acting, you're not acting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, but like the thing with it was acting is i can't describe it because once you're in it and you're like in the zone you everything around you just like you don't remember like w once you're really into for example i i was the lead role in a play called anonymous at our school which was the story of homer's the odyssey but set through the lens of the refugee crisis of today mm -hmm. and i was anon and I don't remember. Okay, Thank you. <laughs> Best actor, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, no. Anyway. <laughs> anyway um, but I remember final night, I didn't remember a single thing that happened. Because I was so focused and into my character that I, 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 I even forgot like what my name was at that no, point. Really. I threw my entire self into that role. That's one of the hardest and most gratifying things I've ever done in my entire life. And I'm humbled that I was able to do it. Yeah. But when you're really in the zone and when you, you like reach this energy level where like nothing can stop you, that's honestly one of the greatest things about acting. It's yeah. not about the money or like the fame. It's just the fact that you're doing it and you're having a good time. Oh my God. No, really like doing that for a living has to be so much fun. But for me, like my thing is stage management. I love telling people what to do. Okay. This sounds bad, but it's true. Like being in charge of everything, trying to organize everything, the chaos of it, I love. Like, I literally can immerse myself into the chaos and just be fully just 
overjoyed with what's going on because I know that with all my hard work and everybody's hard work and a moving flow of things going on, literally we can put on the best show ever if we really, really try. Do you like seeing things fall into place? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. If I don't, like seeing things fall into place motivate me to do more. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't fall into place, then that unmotivates me. <laughs> and that's and that's where my lazy factor comes in. If it doesn't fall how exactly how I want it to fall, which sounds like selfish, but like it's true. Like if things don't fall in line how I like them, then it throws me off and my thinking process off. And sometimes everything I do is not organized. Trust me, my grandmother can speak for this. My room is a mess. But um, <laughs> and like compared to other people's rooms, like my room looks freaking spotless. But I do things how I do them because that's the way that I process it. That's the way that I put them, thought about them, et cetera. That's what basically helps me. And so I just love to see it fall in place. And that's why I love theater in the first place. Okay. We literally have like 41 seconds that's, to talk because I can't make this longer than 25 minutes. So go no, ahead. You can record for 30 minutes max. <laughs> Akili cannot read. Listen, um, I just don't want to make it longer than 25 minutes because this is long. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just wanted to say one thing. That's the thing with acting and real life in general. If something doesn't go your way, find another way. Um, no, really. There really is. There is a solution to every problem. Sometimes you just got to dig a little deep to find it. Dig a little deep. You can't sing that. That's copyrighted. <laughs> Disney okay. is going to sue you. Literally. Publix is going to come after us now, Disney. <laughs> you better. You better. You better. Walmart. Hide your ice chilled grapes, all right? No, really. <laughs> but that's Wait, the thing. Air chilled? Air chilled? <laughs> Even I forgot. That's the one thing I want to leave you with. If you ever find yourself in a problem, there always is a solution. You just got to think about it a bit. There's different paths and stuff like that. And like as the year ends, definitely. It's a decade. A decade. I'd say find, find something you want to do. Oh my gosh. This, this next decade. And run with it. Like, start your own business. Write a book. Do something crazy. Like, start a podcast. Oh my wink. Gosh. We, no, really. We were sitting in the car and we were just talking about how, like, you need to be out of the box. Stop being so close-minded and be open to new things. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so important right now. And there are so many different paths. Especially in this country, you literally have the ability, ability to do so much. And... You can expand to other countries like Pitbull. And I mean, he's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> See, this is his thing where he goes, he's, he's not funny. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, no, definitely. Just take your time and try to figure out what fits you. And if you can't figure it out, try something new. Do something different. Stop being in the box. So think outside of it <laughs> so go. thank you for joining us john You're i so appreciate welcome. it i don't know where this went i don't even know if you guys are gonna listen to the whole thing because it's 26 minutes but thanks for tuning in at ak talks and i will meet you guys with the next episode next sunday bye, bye.